Hi, and welcome to FAC, a podcast for people who know what it's like to work hard all week and want nothing more than an honest drink, Friday after Cube. This is Adam. And this is Asher, and we want to remind you, please drink responsibly and recycle your cans and bottles. Asher, we're back. I know, it's been quite a long time. It seems like we've taken a whole month off. I think it's uh, we have taken a whole month off. Dang. Well, hopefully uh, you listeners haven't missed us too much. Well, you know, there are plenty of old episodes. If you get tired of not hearing our voices, you can check those out and get some great cocktail ideas. I would say so. That we have at least 14 now? I think that's right about the 14. right number. Wow, that's uh, quite, it's quite a lot. It's <laughs> quite a lot, actually. But we should go back to making new episodes. I totally agree. Because mm-hmm, besides, there are lots of cocktails. Lots of cocktails tried. and lots of, um, uh, I guess, uh, holidays and activities that we need cocktails for. True. Yes. Or, you know, just your regular Friday after Cube. <laughs> That's true. That's the premise of this podcast. <laughs> and today's kind of a special day for us because we're actually doing a race tomorrow. Yeah, so um, people may not think about this, but... You can do a cocktail before a race. Well, at least a shot. (laughs) You can. It's not highly recommended, but you can. That's true. And Mm -hmm. we've taken about a month off, so it was high time we got back to making drinks. That's true, yes. So but like you said, a shot's perfect actually. It's the to me it's like the not that much, plus, you know, get a little buzz out of it. A little bit. And uh, you know, if you have a friend who brings a shot over to share and you have one, Mm -hmm. then that's a couple nice little drinks to relax <laughs> pre-run, and, you know, you're ready to go the next day. Yeah, well, speaking of shots, actually, uh, one race I ran last year, I know towards the end of the uh, towards the end of the finish line, some people had a booth set up for shots. A booth for shots? Yeah, so you can, like, grab one, do a shot, and pass the finish line. Wow. This was for, like, a half marathon, so... What uh, race was this? Damn to damn. No way, I missed that. Yeah. I was... saw the... I saw the uh, beer table. I saw that too, yeah. I did pass the beer table. I was, I'm a little honest. I'm, I was a little annoyed at the beer table because last <laughs> year was such a miserable run. It was terrible. It was a super hot, um, super humid. And the yeah. shot was the last thing in my mind. So it was the last thing on a lot of people's minds because uh, there were a lot on the table. There were a lot on the table. Yeah, there weren't many beers getting consumed when I ran by the beer table either. No, no. I just. I couldn't imagine doing it. it. It just, it, it really did almost make me angry because it was <laughs> like, how could you think that I want a beer right now? I had less than, it was less than half a mile from the finish. And I was like, I've got less than half a mile. It rained for three miles and then the sun broke out and now everything is so hot and humid and gross. And I just feel like quitting and dying. <laughs> and it's like, really, you're, you're handing out beers? Now is not the time. No, that was... I know exactly what you mean. However, I don't know. If uh, the conditions were right, I may have been tempted to do a shot. Because I think it's just quick, easy, and you're done. Go on. Well, damn, damn, 2015 is tomorrow. So it's true. If there are shots again, I'll have to keep my eye open for that. And we're not dead at the end. True, true. This could be a possibility. Well, the weather so far, fingers crossed, Mm -hmm. looks like it'll be better, so... Mm We should be able to uh, at least not blame the weather. <laughs> I hope so, but we'll see. We can blame our poor training. Uh, I think I will definitely be blaming that. 
this last month has been rough traveling work planning mm-hmm. a wedding going to weddings going to bachelor parties yeah it's just been a, a mess so terrible for training terrible for recording overall true who knew all of that stuff plus our other hobbies plus getting a podcast done every two weeks would be a t- challenge i mean who would have thought of that it's like we have other lives i know crazy concept it is indeed Thank but you. we got a race tomorrow and tonight we've got a couple shots Shall to get do. you ready for your weekend whether or not you're running a race or not let's go for the shots actually okay so what are what are we gonna have first so my shot actually is called the adios motherfucker adios yes. all right perfect for when we pass those people at the finish line <laughs> adios yes and it's a good thing you put this podcast with an explicit tag on there well you know i just figured at some point we might start swearing a bit well i mean it's the name of the shots and uh, so how i found the shot was that um i was thinking what would be um what would be good i guess if i had to do a shot before a race what would be ideal and uh, the adios motherfucker has tequila and kalua in it Okay. So tequila is made from aguave, a uh, sweet, um, sugary yeah. plant, kind of, I guess. It's a stretch, but... Uh... Well, they, you know, agave syrup is certainly sweet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of sweet. And then yeah. you've got a coffee liqueur in the Kahlua. That's true, yeah. So caffeine from the coffee. Nice. Might be a little upper right before a race. Uh, Perfect. As I said, a bit of a stretch, but why not go for it? Uh... Well, let's, let's see what this is like. So is it a one-to-one? It's a one-to-one ratio. So, and we uh, pour it over ice into a shaker, mix it up or shake it up, and pour in a shot glass. Oh, that sounds pretty easy. Yeah. Let's go for it. The tequila I'm using is a silver tequila. You can learn more about it in our uh, tequila episode. That's true. Mm-hmm. We did have a pretty in-depth discussion about tequilas and margaritas in general in a couple of our episodes. Mm-hmm. I know we touched on it in our punch party when we made grapefruit margaritas, and then we touched on it in the Cinco de Mayo episode. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had uh, we've had a lot of discussion about tequila, yeah, yeah, I mean, especially considering neither of us adore it. No, no, it's like it might be the second most popular um, spirit on this podcast, uh, surprisingly, and we both uh, aren't like the biggest fans of it. That, well, we definitely aren't the biggest fans, but mm-hmm. I think gin and gin, gin and bourbon have given it a run for its money on mm-hmm. this on this show, anyway. Yeah. All right, so I poured it in the shaker. Give it a nice shake. Well, classic. Mm-hmm. Shot glass. Shot glass. And I will pour it in. So it's got kind of a, I would say like a caramel color to it. it I mean, does. most of the, obviously, since it's a silver tequila, most of your color's coming from the Kahlua, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's not as dark as I think Kahlua is naturally. That uh, addition of that clear spirit kind of lightens up the shade. That's true, actually. Um, color wise, take a little smell of it. Smells like coffee. It does. And then just a hint of that tequila. Do you get that on the very end? Am I crazy? I might be. I think I smell it. I think I think I know what you mean. Enough talk. Shall we do it? I'm, I'm, I, have no, I don't know what my expectations are of this drink. Yeah. I really don't either. Um, coffee's not like my favorite flavor. It's good. 
as a liqueur yeah. and not as a drink by itself. But I'm the opposite. I like coffee. But you really don't like tequila. I don't like tequila. And I mean, I'm okay on both. I'm so. sort of warming up to silver tequila. Oh, no. Tequila and tonic is a, a, a good drink. That's what got you into it. That's what got into it. So, okay, well, enough enough talk about what we expect. Let's just find out what it's really like. Cheers. Cheers. That went down a lot smoother than I expected. Yeah, I, I actually really like that. No, that's... Okay, so now next time we're at the bar, we know what shot to order. It's, you know, oh, after it's... the Dirty Girl Scouts. Yeah, I, this is weird because, like, I can't do a tequila shot, but what makes with Kahlua, it's just... Yeah, no, that's good. The weird thing is it's almost refreshing in a way, like... Uh... Yeah, kind of like, um, well, I don't necessarily always feel this way, but, you know, like an iced coffee or something like that because yeah. it's cold... But you still get that nice, mm-hmm. you know, roasted coffee, chocolatey kind of flavor. Yes, that, the Kahlua really comes out. And the tequila, I don't think I tasted much of it. Uh, no, there's a hint of it hint for of sure. It? Okay. Um, I must have missed it. Like, But yeah, it's but... not it's not overpowering by any yeah. means. And it is far from the star of the show. Yeah. I will say, though, if I, I could probably do the shot right before a race. <laughs> It just went down so easily, and well, I just don't feel... Well, the buses to head up to the dam are start at 5 in the morning. I mean, Kahlua's you a... could sub in some real coffee just for a little jolt of caffeine. A jolt of caffeine. That's it's a possibility. I mean, Kahlua has coffee in it. People drink coffee at breakfast. It's true. I know a guy who his pre-race ritual is uh, reading a fashion blog and drinking a strong coffee, so... Strong coffee right before a race. I haven't done that, but that's uh, it. it's not for me, man. Uh, I'm gonna stick to the energy beans, like you know, the little jelly beans. <laughs> yeah, oh, the goose too. I, yep. I know what you mean. Yep. I like the jelly beans better because they taste so much better. It tastes like actual jelly beans. They do, <laughs> and uh, they don't have that weird like gooey like texture. Thick the, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I usually use the goo during the race, but. You've got to do it like right before a water station so you can rinse your mouth out. I know exactly what you mean. I will probably have a couple of those goos with me. Yeah, I've uh, I found that I really like them when I'm running in the race. Not right before a race. I usually don't. No, pre-race I've usually just done like maybe a piece of toast right when I get up. And then a pack of the energy jelly beans right before the race gets started wash those down and then good to go hopefully this race tomorrow goes well i think it will i mean or to be honest i have no idea i hope it goes well i don't really know either yeah i feel like this might be the first half marathon where i go slower than a previous one you might be right i might be i might be there with you so well we did (laughs) we did light one up last year at Mm. least for at least for the crowd of runners who have their own show about co- podcast about cocktails. I think you probably finished number one in that category. Winner. Yeah, <laughs> that's something. If she gets mouth hey. for that. Well, Adam, shall we try your drink? I'm kind of curious about what you chosen. Yeah. Well, this was certainly one of those times when I looked at the the liquor collection and decided I've got enough here to make something. Let's see what we can make with these. Uh, ingredients on hand so apparently this officially is called 
a Y2K shot. A Y2K shot. Now, for some of our listeners who might have just turned 21, maybe they don't remember Y2K, but I mean... It's a blast from the past. It's just... I certainly have a memory of the turn of the millennium and the fear and the anxiety about what will happen when, you know, it turns back to zero. How will the computers deal with that? Will we be thrust into a nuclear holocaust or, you know, some (laughs) other terrible thing? And then I remember, like, middle of the day, just watching TV, hanging out, not really worrying about anything. And, oh, everything's fine in Australia. Guess we don't have to worry about anything. That's true. The Australians, they always know yeah. bad things happen to them first. That's right. They're yeah. ahead of the game. So, do you have any memories of Y2K? I was kind of, I guess, same thing with you. Like, I've heard people talk about it, but it just never really, like, um, clicked to me how serious everyone was making it to yeah, I, I remember kind of people like on. stocking up on rations and yeah. having food on hand, and yeah, I just I thought, okay, well, what, okay, well, what am I gonna do? I'm twelve or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I was like, oh, I don't know, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's a term I haven't heard in such a long time. I know Y2K. So this is officially the Y2K, but uh, because that term seems very dated. I'm going to rename it now. To what? I'm kind we're going to call it. We're going to call it the same as the name of the episode, the Reluctant Runner. So that's a good name for it—a drink, the Reluctant Runner. Well, I feel like it speaks volumes about us right now. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Yes. I know we did a little training run before recording the last one before the race, and that was tough. It was. It was really hard. Yeah, the weather wasn't great. The pre-race nutrition wasn't great <laughs> and now we're sitting here doing shots so so yeah so you know as you can tell we're reluctantly running this yeah race. i think that's safe to say yeah. i mean we pay for a race so we have to run it <laughs> that's right there's a monetary incentive for yeah, sure so. so the reluctant runner so what's in the reluctant runner okay so this is a pretty simple cocktail as far as ingredients go it is one part Chambord, one part Midori, and one part vodka. Okay, I mean, not too, not too difficult. No, just three ingredients. No. Um, Should you remind the uh, listeners what Chambord and Midori are? Of course. Chambord is a raspberry liqueur, and Midori is a melon liqueur. Okay. So, side they note. Oh. Mic- they show up in cocktails together fairly mm. often, and that's kind of what drew me to this drink in general. But I don't have in my mind a good idea of what melon and raspberry taste like together. Uh, same here, actually. This is I've never had this combination of liquors before. Neither have I. And then the vodka doesn't really add much flavor, so just the I think those content. will be... Exactly. Those will be the definite stars of the show. I was at the Chambord. Um, I was smelling it earlier, and it did a little taste, and it just... It tastes really good, so... Oh, yeah. You could and... drink that by yourself or with, uh, like, Sprite, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, something... Give it a little fizz. Brighten oh, that'd up. be good, actually. It'd be really good. So, what makes the Reluctant Runner special, at least in our preparation... Mm-hmm is I made it as a floating shot. 
can you exp- um, can you explain to the view- listeners what's um, what's a floating shot? So a floating shot is when you layer the alcohols or ingredients if they're non-alcoholic based on their specific gravity. Ooh, so like the heaviest would be the Chambord in this case? Yes. I'm thinking so it's darker. Chambord is on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And then what you'll want to do if you want to layer this or any drink mm-hmm. is take the back of a bar spoon. So put your spoon in the glass upside down mm-hmm. so that you're pouring onto the back of the spoon or pouring onto the convex portion of the spoon. Can you use any spoon or is a specific type of spoon required? You can use any spoon. I've done it with just a regular tablespoon, teaspoon. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tonight I used a measuring cup teaspoon because it fit in the shot glass better. Oh, that's... uh... So then the first layer doesn't really matter. You can just pour that in. So we did one, one layer of Chambord, poured that in. Then you'll place the spoon upside down in the glass and you'll want just the tip of the spoon to be right about on top of that previous layer. And then you're going to pour slowly over the spoon. So the liquid should hit the spoon first and then run down into the glass. And because it's got a slow pour, it doesn't have that opportunity to mix with the liquids that are already in the glass. And thus, you'll start to get a layered effect. And so Midori is second. And then we layered one more time with the vodka on top because it has the lowest specific gravity. Or you can think of it as the lightest. The lightest. The, <laughs> not only in visual appearance. The least dense, I guess, that would make the most sense. This is the first time we're doing a later shot. So yes, it is. It's the first and time I'm ever having a later shot. So It's a little more intense of a method of making drinks. Mm-hmm. But if you practice and get really good, supposedly you can nix the spoon and just pour them straight. I don't know how to do that. That's, I've never been able to do it. I feel that's a lot of practice. You need to get the right amount of the right slope or even... Yes, just in the glass and the right speed of pour. Because if you go too fast, then you just have to sit and wait for it naturally to separate. Mm. Which... That could take some time. It could. And for a shot, totally not worth it. Yeah, they shot right before a race, especially where, you know... Yeah, that's right. We've got, we've got things to do. we got things to do. Miles to run. <laughs> Lots of miles to run. <laughs> so, anyway, for for one, like, final visualization of this, because we made it beforehand to make sure that we got the layering effect just so... Yeah, we don't got, want your listeners to, you know, listen to us slowly pour. <laughs> that yeah, would there's, take you. there's not much to hear. Mm. So, we've got... a. A layer of the Chambord with a layer of Midori on top, and then the final layer on the very top of the glass is a layer of vodka. I'm just curious how the taste will be. Taste vodka, Midori, Chambord? Is that how it's going to work? Other layered shots I've had, because you take it all in one drink, Mm -hmm. you you get all the flavors pretty much simultaneously. So layering is just for um, visual effects. Yeah, it just looks nice. Okay. So... Let's do this. Let's. It looks so cool. I don't want to take a shot. I just want to keep it like this. But well, now you've become a reluctant drinker. <laughs> we'll go for it. I can just stick with reluctantly running. Deal. Cheers. Cheers. It's interesting, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not terrible. I mean, it reminds me of uh, cough syrup. Oh, 
I'm not getting so much cough syrup. Mm-hmm. I did get hit with the with the vodka on top. That's definitely like what hit my mouth first, mm-hmm. and I got kind of a a burning or warming sensation from it. Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Um, I like the fact that the Chambord is at the bottom, so that's what hits you last. Yeah. So it's like um, uh, the raspberry flavor. Mm-hmm. So. That's what's lingering for sure. See, and there's just like the, a hint of melon in the middle. Hmm. I can't say that melon's my favorite flavor in the world, but... it's. I mean, I guess I didn't taste the Midori at all, or maybe I did. Um, it just reminded me of cough syrup quite a bit. Hmm. It's just... Um, I didn't get so much cough syrup, but I can see how, especially with the Chambord being as viscous as it is, and you know those flavors kind of mixing together, having having a cough syrup effect. Mm. But I don't know. Overall, not bad. No, it's not bad. I mean, uh, if someone offered me the shot again, I'd probably stare it for the longest time, and then probably eventually do it. I don't think you have to stir for very long. They don't uh, stay it just looks separated. So cool. It just looks really oh, cool. Stare at it. Sorry, stare I, at I, it. I, I thought you said stir. Stare at it for a while because it looks cool. Oh, it definitely looks cool. I, don't know. I think I may prefer the um, the first drink. Yeah. I think I'm going to agree with you. The adios is uh, probably my favorite. Yeah, surprisingly, it worked. I just yeah, I it just... came together. Uh, the reluctant runner. Maybe it should have stayed in 1999. <laughs> I would still do it again. Okay. Yeah. I would agree with you. It's not a bad drink. Yeah. So, both of these on the back burner for the next party. That's a pre or post race. Good idea. So, we'd love to hear about your pre race, pre game, pre activity shots. So, why don't you tweet us on Twitter or face us on Facebook? Or even both. That would work just as well. And. We're bound to run at least one more race this year, so we'll probably have another episode similar to this where we're feeling reluctant and running. (laughs) I'm pretty sure we will. All our episodes can be found on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Search for Friday After Cube. Subscribe, share, and rate us highly to keep us making these shows. Or just do it because you like us. Either one works. We won't be picky. No, no. You may follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Friday After Cube and like our Facebook page to become a lifetime member of the Cube Corps. You know what? We haven't made shirts yet. We still haven't made shirts. <laughs> it's been a while since we said that. It has? Maybe we should get some tech tees so we can run in them. That would, that would be a perfect idea. Music was p- played by Vanessa. Our logo was created by Siri. Production equipment was provided by Adam's Muse Daniel. She's still my muse. That's true. Mm-hmm wedding is coming up fast and we still like each other so that's that's a a good thing thing. that's a good thing as always please drink responsibly recycle your cans and bottles and enjoy your friday after cube cheers adios motherfuckers